Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hi, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. No, we're not. But we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Dory, before we get to our voicemail number, I wanted to share a, a text that a listener sent us where Please. they they edited that little part of our intro, and they they essentially to- told us, it just they just literally just said, I think they just copied and pasted what they wanted to say. They want us to say, we are not experts, we are podcast hosts. Not we're just podcast hosts, which I thought was a very uh, good note because there's a self, an insinuated self-deprecation with the just. It's true. So we're podcast hosts. We are. 
And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And our email, where you can also send us a voice memo, is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter, even though we don't tweet very much, at forever35pod. On Instagram, where we do gram it up quite frequently at Forever we 35 gram it, Podcast. We gram it hard. Yeah, we do. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Forever 35 Podcast, where the password is serums. We also have a brand new relaunched Forever 35 newsletter at Forever 35 Podcast.com slash newsletter, where you can sign up for it. So please do that. It's a lot of fun. We're enjoying doing it. You'll enjoy reading it. Get in there. Get into it. All right. Speaking of getting into things. Yes. You are having hashtag feelings about your post-lockdown wardrobe. And I would like to I would like to hear more because I am feeling and noticing this kind of like reemergence of like what style means and how we express ourselves and how we feel good in our clothes as we begin to reconsider uh, returning to the world of interacting with others. So what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I've, I've touched on this a little bit before, but after, you know, a year plus of mostly wearing sweatpants, leggings, etc., and being fine with that, I've started slowly going out into the world a little bit more and realizing that, like, I do want to wear, quote unquote, real clothes. But then looking in my closet and not being thrilled with the things that are in front of me. Now, part of this, I think, is because I've gotten rid of so many clothes. Like, I may have overcompensated. Oh, interesting. Like, there's nothing in particular that I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have sold that shirt. But I am like, huh, did I get rid of too much stuff? Like, I don't know. Because now, as I'm going back and, like, thinking about just trying to think about buying new stuff, I'm I'm wondering, is the stuff I'm buying basically the same as the stuff I got rid of? Oh, boy. Like, you're just reinventing the wheel yes. a little bit? Yes. Yes. Mm, fascinating. Exactly. So I'm struggling with that a little bit. And also, I realize these are, these are not, you know, earth-shattering problems. They're exceptional so I preface problems. preface this by saying that. that I just yeah. want to preface all of this by saying that. So let me acknowledge that. But I just, you know, I think this is just something that's been on my mind lately. I'm going to talk about it. Um, and I just feel like as I kind of peruse online the shopping options, the options seem to be like dress in some kind of like formless earth tone linen sack, which like I mm-hmm. love a linen sack. But I, those are those are mostly the things that I've kept. So I feel like I have a lot of linen sacks, <sighs> or like viscose florals. Do you know what I'm saying? 
I do. It's either like some sort of kind of like, I don't want to use the word peasant because that seems offensive, but a peasanty dress, like a, a wistful, like walk through a field in your floral summer dress. Yeah. Outfit, and like, right? again, not necessarily opposed to those either, but I feel like I went through a phase of wearing a lot of floral shirts. Mm-hmm. In great office wear. Great office wear. And now as I look at these shirts, I'm like, wait, am I just buying the same shirts that I used to own? Well, is that bad? I don't know. Kate, I don't know. That's my question. I don't know. So I don't know. I also feel like I haven't been out in the world that much. I'm like, what are people wearing? I don't know. Not that I need to wear what other people are wearing, but I'm just sort of like, what is fashion? <laughs> I feel that deeply. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do know. So I don't know. I'm just I, I I'm I'm putting this out there because A, I'm wondering if anyone else is struggling with this. And B, what are you buying? What are you buying? I need to know. I'm buying some dresses. Yes, I've. So, okay. So here's what I've done. I've bought a couple things from like fast fashion places. Okay. Because I'm just not sure if like these are styles that I want to spend, you know, a lot of money on from somewhere that's possibly more like ethical and sustainable. So I'm like testing the waters. So I ordered some stuff, but I haven't gotten it yet. But yeah, I'm like dresses, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Kate, I don't know. I'm at a real (laughs) impasse here with myself. Well, you know, I think we we talked about how not not really interacting with people or going out in the world like to a store or to a conference or a movie means you don't see how people are dressing. You don't absorb street style or other people's style or like, you know, and I know we can absorb mm-hmm. it on social media or in a magazine or, or however. But, you know, oftentimes right now, stuff we see on social media is so curated that truly it's more exciting to see what people are wearing just out and about. Yes. And that's not happening. So it is a little confusing. And then also, I, I, I do think, and I'm definitely struggling with this part of things, is like the people who really influence fashion are young, are like 20, mm-hmm. which is great. And I really love the culture of youth and fashion and style and, and seeing how younger people are changing things mm-hmm. in that way. That being said, I am not going to dress like a 20-year-old. No. I'm excited to I'm excited no. to dress like a 42-year-old woman. Like yes. I that thrills me. I love my age and I I want and also fashion isn't defined by age, but you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't look at like cool teen TikTokers or 20-year-old TikTokers and feel like, "Oh, that resonates with me. I love it on them." But like I, it's not me. So I also think it would be, I would love to find more people my age and body shape 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did mention, you know, we cut it, but two people I do really love is um, a friend of mine, Charlotte Zoller, who is at near, near and Char, near and Char on Instagram. She's a great fashion blogger to follow. Um, and I also follow Natalie it Means Nice. They're friends and they're doing a really fun fashion challenge right now. And so I'm enjoying, like they feel like people I can follow along with, but I'm also very confused about like, who do I want to look to for inspiration? Yes. I don't know. And also I have to say, Dory, as much as I like the aesthetic, like I think I'm tired of the like beach wave, giant straw hat, billowy earth tone linen dress look. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I I I thought you were going somewhere else because I associate the beach wave straw hat look with a different type of dress, but I know what you mean. I also resent that look because as someone with a very large head, I've never been able to <laughs> find a cool straw hat that has fit me. So I was never able to participate in that trend. Thank you very much fine i'm not i think i think what i am leaning toward is brighter colors more fun and joy in fashion like i think i went through a a real like neutral phase and now i'm kind of feeling like i want to fucking get out there same yes and weird it up a little bit out of my comfort zone i think that's how i'm feeling too I think that's what I meant when I like the the whole like earth tone linen blah 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 just feels like a little drab to me and maybe maybe you're right maybe after a year in lockdown we're all ready to kind of like celebrate a little bit more not again yeah. not that not that things are over but N- no but there is feels, also it feels more hopeful than it has in a while and I I also think that coming that coming out of or coming through this kind of collective trauma, you do grapple with the fact that um, mortality is very real, right? Like we get one shot at this and it is very random that we still get to be here, you know? And so, so it is, it is kind of a reminder of like, you don't, and, and I'm a person who always plays it very safe with, with how I express myself visually. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a reminder of like, we have one chance to have fun with this stuff, you know? So Great it, it makes me appreciate the, that we have the ability to express ourselves with our clothes and our fashion. And maybe it's time for like big prints. Maybe we go big, Dory. I mean. And not that we have to that. do it be the same but you know i do feel like our aesthetic is similar let's twin (laughs) that could be fun let's get matching outfits (laughs) we are like you know you're what like five inches shorter than me Mm -hmm. how how tall are you five four i'm five five six thank you very much oh oh you're tall you're tall okay so four inches you so we don't look like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins, essentially. We aren't uh, that height No, difference. we don't. <laughs> wow. 
When you're tall, you everyone, you, it's hard to understand other people's heights. I get that. Yes, I get that. Because I, I, and I guess as someone who is like in the sort of like average range of height, everyone seems around my height, and so I kind of only notice when people are like much shorter or much taller. I hear you. I was not trying to insinuate anything about your body size. I mean. And look, if I were much shorter than you, that would be fine. I'm just not. That's right. You're four inches shorter. That's not I'm a four lot. inches shorter. <laughs> uh, Dory, before we before we take a break, I did want to mention, kind of in the spirit of the reemergence into the world, that I walked into a Sephora recently. Yeah, tell me everything. How did this come about? So, my family. In the past year has been taking has been trying to when when it felt safe to get out of the house and like beaches opened again here in California, we would like do on Saturdays kind of do a family adventure. And often it would be like going to a tide pool, going on a hike, um, like driving to see the snow, going on a long bike ride and getting or like driving way far out into the valley to get donuts from a cool donut place. I mean, we just were trying to come up with stuff to do because a lot of stuff is closed. So as stuff is kind of reopening and uh, cases are are dropping and more people are getting vaccinated, we have ventured out to eat outside a couple times. And this weekend, we went to City Walk, which is like Universal Studios. It's like essentially just a bunch of stores that lead to the entrance of Universal Studios, which is an amusement park here in Los Angeles. So my husband and I were like, what the heck do we do today? Like, we've done every hike. We've done so many beaches. Like, what do we do? So we were like, why don't we just walk around City Walk? It's like an outdoor mall. And they have all the, like, Universal Studios shops. So my kids could, like, go in and spend their allowance on, like, minion stuffed animals, which they were very <laughs> excited about. Like, and we got, you know, we got some ice cream and, and did all that. So there was a Sephora and my family was in a store um, <laughs> buying like bath bombs and I forget where they were. They were in some store and I was like, Hey, I said to Anthony, I was like, do you mind if you like handle this? And I'm just going to go walk into that Sephora for a minute. And it was like coming home. I have to say like oh. it, First of all, it was not so. I've, I haven't. We haven't really gone into stores. I'm still very kind of apprehensive about shopping, yeah, and I will yeah. say there were some stores that we went into that I was like, we have to get out of here. There are just too many people, and it, people aren't like respect. Like there was actual not a lot of boundaries. Other mm-hmm. stores had like very clear, um, you know, like admittance and that sort of thing. But anyway, I went into Sephora. Okay. <sighs> I don't know. It just felt so good. It felt so like good to be in a store because all I've really been in is grocery stores this past year. Yeah. And then just like I, everyone was so like, you know, people were so friendly and it was like, oh, this is possible. Like maybe we can do this. And then just endless products. I was like, oh. did you buy anything? No, because I um the VIB sale hadn't started and I'm VIB. Oh, okay. I'm not Rouge. I had to wait. And then I placed my VIB order online, but I did go sniff out some of the perfumes I was interested in to get a better sense. So I took, mm, I sprayed some and? things on my, uh, I didn't order the Armani perfume I had thought I was going to order okay. because I didn't like the smell. So it was very, but it was just like, oh, it felt good to be in a Sephora. It just felt good. 
And I was only in there for five minutes. And then I was standing there literally like staring, basking in it. And I heard this like banging on the window and my entire family was staring at me, summoning me to to come back out. Anyway, it felt good for those few minutes. I'm excited to browse again in a store. I'm happy for you. Well, let's take a little break. Let's do it. When we come back. We're going to talk about uh, long-distance relationships. We sure are. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe, like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons 
from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right. We're back. 
And as promised, we have some advice about having a long distance marriage. We got um, so, oh, I'm sorry, Dory. No, I was just going to say, which someone had um, asked us about a week or so ago. Yeah, their partner was starting residency in, like, in the Midwest, and they had to stay in the Southwest. And they were yeah. going to be separated for a while. Um, we got so much listener feedback on this. So many. This is something a lot of people have either dealt with or are currently dealing with. Yeah, really there, were, there were more people than I was expecting who have been yeah. dealing with this. Well, let's get into it. This is a very, this is a, a very thorough message, but I, I thought it was really helpful. All right. This listener writes, a few years ago, I accepted a job in London. Six weeks before I left, I met a guy. Long story short, he is now my husband. I always tell people, do you think I was looking for a relationship before moving across the ocean? The answer is definitely no, but we figured it out. Dated in person for six weeks, and then I got on the plane, and we didn't see each other in person for six months. Then would see each other, go back to long distance, see each other again, rinse and repeat. I am now back in the States and we are no longer a long distance couple. But throughout our time of me being there and him here, we figured out a lot of ways to stay connected and would love to share the tips and tricks we figured out throughout our time. One, find a consistent time for each other. I understand the listener's husband is in residency, so finding a consistent time may not always be the easiest, but if possible, try and find a time that will always work. If you are consistently... If you consistently are scheduling the next one, you will have large gaps in between your conversations. I love that suggestion. Write letters. I know it sounds old school, but having something physical in your hands is a total game changer. I still have all the letters from our time apart. Three, warning. This is super silly. At the end of the day, draw little pictures of what you did and send a picture of it to your partner. It's like charades, but over text and a way for you to connect. I told you it was silly, but it got us laughing a lot. Four, find others going through the same thing. Sounds good. Five, get a countdown app on your phone and set it for the next time you will see that person and only look at it once a week. When I first installed the app, I was looking at it all the time and was getting frustrated that no time was moving. But by waiting a week in between each look, it was always a nice surprise to see how much the countdown shifted. Six, send surprise gifts and don't tell the other person. Mm. romantic okay seven take selfies photos throughout the day and send it with your texting conversation words on a screen can only convey so much okay eight create a playlist together and listen to that playlist when you listen to your music my husband and i have extremely different taste in music but i would listen to the playlist on my commute and it made me feel so much closer to him just knowing we were listening to the same thing nine be honest with each other if you are hurting tell each other and ten Last one, I promise. Don't stop living your own life. This was huge. This was a huge learning curve for my husband and I. We missed each other greatly and would sometimes feel guilty having a good time without the other. This is still your life and you need to live it fully each day, even through the pain of missing each other. Hmm. Great suggestions. These are all really good suggestions. You know, when I had a long-distance relationship with my college boyfriend in the 90s, we were both studying abroad in very different countries, we would tape record ourselves and send each other cassettes. Oh, That's kind of cute, right? That's really cute. <laughs> that was like the ni- late 90s way of like taking videos of yourself on your iPhone, I guess. Totally. 
Have you been in a long distance relationship? The longest distance relationship I've been in was Philadelphia to New York. Okay. Which was not really that long distance. I did. There was someone else I dated when I lived in Philly who um, traveled a lot, but he Mm. mostly traveled like within Pennsylvania, but he was, he was gone like most of the week, most of the time. Um, but not for like months and months at a time. Like I think we saw each other. We, I feel like we usually saw each other once a week at least, like on the weekends. I'm, I'm gearing up to do it again because um, my husband will be uh, work shooting a TV show across the country for like June and July. So oh, we do great. it. We do it for. I think a lot of people in in many fields. I mean, I can only speak to the entertainment industry, but a lot of people do get into these situations where they are separated for a while from their spouses. So these are some yeah. good tips for me. I never sent him a letter. Yeah, these are good tips for you, Kate. Hope you're right, taking notes. I, I honestly, I am because I was like, oh yeah, I didn't. We were apart for like almost a year, and I didn't, I didn't do any of these fun things. I remember that. I was just groveling about how hard it was. So, but it was hard. Like, it, was hard. it was yeah, it hard. It was hard. It was hard. It sucked. Like, don't take that away from yourself. You know Thank what I you. mean? I won't. You're right. It was freaking hard. I really hated it, but you know, we figured it out. You did. You did. All right. Well, here's another text we got on this subject. Um, this person writes: As a military spouse, this can be done. Keep in touch with him. He will be busy. So after he's had a week or two to adjust to his schedule, figure out a routine to stay in touch, such as emailing once a week or texting once you get home for the day. Some couples will read the same book or watch the same TV show while apart so they have something to talk about. For you, use this time to watch all the TV and cook all the dishes he never wants when he's around. Some people pick up a hobby when their service member is deployed. Care packages are an option, too. For some, they're fun to put together, and for some, it's just not their thing. And remember, it's all temporary. Okay, I love the idea of having a shared creative activity. Yeah, that's really cute. Because there, it, 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 sometimes your phone calls or your conversations are just so, like, kind of listing off the business that you need to get done together. Mm-hmm. Or like you're both having these very different experiences. So it can be hard to be like, guess what? Like Joe said today at work and your partner's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know this person. Right. So having like a show or a book to talk about is such a great idea to have something common that connects you while you're apart. I just love it. You know, I also just want to point out that in this day and age, it is a lot easier to stay in touch with your long distance partner. You know, like I remember my dad traveled a lot when I was growing up and like it was really expensive to call long distance internationally. There was no FaceTime, no texting photos. So like he was usually just like gone for two weeks. Yeah. Or like longer, you know, maybe he would call once or twice, but like, what was he going to spend $20 to have like a five minute conversation? You know what I mean? Like it was expensive. So yeah. I don't know. Just thought about that as, as we were reading these suggestions. Yeah. I also, anyway, I also just, you know, I'm glad a, a military, we had a few people in the military or married to someone in the military weigh in and like 
they are separated from their spouses for very long chunks of time. And then there's the added (laughs) crazy challenge that I can't fully imagine of like your spouse possibly being in danger, physical danger of their life. Like that is a lot. So um, I really appreciate that we heard from people dealing with that as well. Yeah. All right. We've got we've got one more VM. Hi, Cat and Door. I'm calling in response to the listener who is wondering what she can do, given that she and her husband are going to be separated um, during residency. I was on business with my partner, now husband, for eight, maybe nine years. And um, I just wanted to tell the listener my advice would be to remain alert to the good in the situation. It, Yes, it totally sucks. I totally feel you, and I'm sorry. And there will be so many things that are hard. Hopefully there are one or two things that are really, really good, and it can help to cling to those. Um, so maybe you get to go to yoga all the time now, or um, you're not being woken up by snoring, or you can take hot baths at night, or if you're your friends more. Um, there will be a couple good things, and it can help to um, really cling tight to those, um, even as you miss your partner and wish they could be there. Uh, when I was long distance with my partner, um, I would walk home after work. I would read in bed super late, go to bed anytime I wanted. Um, there is some sweet freedoms about kind of doing your own thing, um, even as you wish it could be different. Uh, but sending love and knowing you'll get through it, and so that's you know what else this made me think of? As this listener, they did it long distance for eight years. It's the way other people respond when you tell them you're in a long distance mm. relationship. I feel like people are not inherently <laughs> always supportive, or I imagine there's a lot of like commentary that is not always welcome. Yeah, that's a really, really interesting point. Just flagging that. I'm also going to flag that for myself so that I don't make comments mm. of like, ooh, that must be hard. Ooh. You know how, you know how. <laughs> Is that how you say it? That's how I say it in that voice. <laughs> yep. That's exactly uh, what I sound like. That's Everyone what has I thought. That to look forward to when we talk. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you everyone who weighed in on this. Your input was very much appreciated. Indeed it was. You're the best. Yeah. All right. We are going to take another short break and we will be back very soon. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel 
I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay. We're back with a voicemail. Oh, yes, Kate, go ahead. I was just going to say that this this portion of the episode is really for you. (laughs) It all relates to kind of your conundrum. And it's all from listeners not in the United States. Yeah. We appreciate you, international listeners. Yeah, we really do. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory, calling from Canada, where our smugness is all gone, and we are in a terrible third wave, and many of us are not yet vaccinated, so we are living in a very different era than I hear about on the pod in a certain way, like there's no progress, we are locked down completely here in Toronto, but I have been thinking a lot about sweatsuits and sweats and all that, and in the before times, when I was a stay-at-home parent, I've been on that leave in Canada, we have longer leaves and all that. I used to put on exercise clothes in the morning, and then I would, like, drop off my kid to preschool, have a few hours, maybe work out, maybe put on, maybe not, and keep those exercise clothes on. But now I just put the sweatsuit on first thing, because I know that the likelihood of me working out is low, and the need for comfort is high. The other day, one of the um, parents, our daycare is still open, asked how many coordinated sweatsuits I have, and I said, that's not a question I can answer, because I do not even know the answer. To me... Tie-dye and leopard have become basics, and I don't know that I can ever imagine going back to real clothes. Be safe, you guys. Love you. Have a great day. Look, I appreciate this perspective. (laughs) Yeah, and it was also really interesting. You know, you kind of get, or at least for me, like, focused on where, like, your bubble is. 
like your mm-hmm. national bubble because we're going to hear from a listener in Australia who's like we're ahead of where you are like it was so interesting getting these different messages because yeah. Canada is different than the states and even in, within America things are different but it was really interesting just thinking like oh god we're all individually in different journeys here I, totally. I do like though like even even though you know the sweatsuit may not be the most celebrated item of fashion you it, it's been redefined with cool prints like leopard and tie-dye sweatsuit sounds great yeah yeah I, I you know what i think i just have sweatsuit fatigue i'm in one right now okay so i have not gotten that memo <laughs> But you're wearing a sweater. Well, so it's you're not cold. in a full. But you're not in a full sweatsuit. Well, here's the beneath is the shirt. This is the outdoor voices cloud pant and cloud shirt. It's like mm. a very thin sweatsuit. Mm. It's very comfortable if you're still thinking about getting some more. <laughs> I think I need to put a moratorium on That's on fair. any athleisure purchases. That's fair. All right. Well, we heard from another listener in Canada, um, and they wrote to us an email. They said, I heard you talking about needing new clothes in your latest mini app, number 193. In Canada, we're hitting the third wave and hard going into another lockdown, and vaccines are only available for 55 plus. It's been really tough. As someone who would usually be at the gym three times a week or more, the lockdowns have been tough, and I went from a size 10 to a size 16. After relying on leggings for almost eight months, I finally decided enough was enough. I saved up about $600 and budgeted it out for a complete new capsule wardrobe. It took a lot of time to save up as my partner is out of work from the pandemic, but I'm incredibly fortunate to have kept my job throughout it. Buying some new clothes, three pairs of pants, two dresses, and about nine new shirts on sale was the best thing I ever did. I have a new energy every day while getting ready and feel like a new person post-pandemic, even though we're not nearly over the pandemic here. I know it can be tough to save up, but even just buying one new dress or a new top on sale or secondhand can give you a renewed sense of self because it's a way of taking care of yourself and being financially responsible. Mm. Love the pod and hope you both can treat yourselves to a new-to-you outfit sometime. I love this so much. I think like one this uh, this listener mentions a change in their body and i i think like buying your new buying some new clothes to you anytime your body changes weight gain weight loss postpartum pregnancy um some sort of operation i don't know it's so empowering to dress yourselves in clothes that you feel good in Mm, yeah so love this listener yeah, thank you for sharing this. <sighs> good reminder. Very good reminder. Okay, well, we got another voicemail on this topic. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Courtney calling from Melbourne, Australia. Um, I paused the pod after Dory mentioned her debate about real clothes and needing new clothes. A totally different wardrobe. Um, because I think uh, the way Australia has dealt with the pandemic means we're a little bit, a few months into the future, to what you are open um, a little bit more and wearing real clothes. So I just wanted to share what really worked for me, which was a recommendation that I found on the Forever 35 Facebook group, which was to go through the curated closet by Anushka Reed. Lots of people on the Facebook group love that. Um, so I bought that on Amazon. I've gone through it and realized 
actually my style has changed quite a bit because of the pandemic, I feel. Um, I'm in a management position in education, and I found professionally I need to be a lot more approachable to deal with a lot of anxiety, a lot of kind of fallout from all the things that have happened. So now I dress, I need to dress in a different way, less professional, more approachable. And I found also the rest of the things I wear in my regular life are like more casual, but I still want to be put together. So I think it's totally natural that we come out of this a little bit changed and that our, that our wardrobe ends up being a little bit changed. So highly recommend that curated closet book. There's a workbook as well that people rave about. Um, yeah, I'm really glad to see that the U.S. is starting to open up a little bit more with all your vaccines. Um, and thanks again for getting us through the pandemic with your podcast. Thanks, guys. You know, I had not even thought about going through the curated closet, but this is such a good idea. It's a great book. It's so good. Did we have the author on the show or did we just talk about the book? We've just talked about it i don't think we've had the author i think believe they sent us copies of the book yes because i have and we've it definitely yeah me too and we I, and we i remember discussing it but i couldn't remember if we had actually had her on this is such a good idea i think i need to do this yeah i think you do too wow. do it and report i mean i know you are very busy but if you have time do it and report back yeah wow listener thank you for this suggestion I think this will help me. Well, maybe this can be a fun activity for the week. Look, I love a fun activity. <laughs> I don't. I love a miserable activity personally. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Listen, well, hmm. on that note, my activity for the week is going to be go through the curated closet. I don't know about yours. I don't know if I have one yet. I'll think about it. Okay, I'll do that fun. too. I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to locate the book because I think it actually would okay, be really that'll be your read, activity so for the week. That's my activity. Yep. Book. I know where mine is. Mine's okay. right there. Well, you're way more organized than me. I don't know where mine is. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's books. I have like a good visual memory recall for. Okay. Anyway, listen, it's been a pleasure. Listeners, we'll talk to you again soon. Kate, I'll see you later. You know what, Dory? What? I'll see you tomorrow. In real life. No, you'll no see I'll see you Friday. I'll see you Friday yeah. in real life. Yeah, you, yeah we're, we're going to see each other in real life. Dory and I are going you. out to dinner. I know. Outside. So I am too. Yes. I haven't, yes. haven't had a dinner out in 15 million years. Okay, well, on that note. <laughs> okay, bye everyone.